and welcome back to another episode of Deets with Dita. I'm your host, Nandita, and today, well, we're going to be talking about something really, really interesting. Um, and by really, really interesting, probably to me and all the people who used to watch this particular show when they were younger. Um, and if you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, that's right, we're going to be talking about the Winx Club. Um, you're probably thinking, Nandita, why on earth are we going to be talking about The Winx Club? It's a show that came out ages ago and like it, it, it just, it's in the past and like you're doing a whole episode on it? Well, I hear you, but I also want to say that Netflix have decided to do um, a young adult live action Winx Club series. I'm gonna let that sink in for a second because there's a whole lot of emotions that kind of like um, surround me in particular when I hear that or when I first heard that. So when I first heard it, I was like, oh my God, this actually sounds so promising and super great. Like, yes, I can be down for a Winx Club series. Like that's not something I would be super down for, especially if it's like the animated version, which would be like super cool. Um, and then I watched the trailer, and you guys already heard my thoughts about the trailer, um, when it came out and then when I did it for my birthday episode, but, um, I'm gonna reiterate, it didn't look great, so I thought, what better thing to do than to actually revisit the entirety of the old series, and when I say entirety, okay, look, I tried my best, <laughs> I watched as many episodes as I could, before I was like, okay, this is enough. I've seen enough to kind of understand what the premise of the show used to be. And then I watched the entirety of the new Fate the Winx Club Saga. No, not Winx Club Saga. It's just called Fate the Winx Saga, I think. Anyway, I did that. I did my research and I have thoughts, <laughs> a lot of them actually. Um, so in this episode, I'm going to be talking about essentially what the Wings Club is, because for those of you guys who don't know, because it was kind of a niche show when I was growing up, not many people used to watch it. So like, if you're out there, if you've seen it, I feel like super like connected to you at the moment because I did it when I was like growing up, I didn't know anyone else who watched the, that exact same show as me. But um, at least now I can vibe with you now be like, hey, Let's mutually like dislike this show together because any Winx Club fan from like back in the day would realize that this show is has a lot of issues with it. Um, so I'm going to talk about for those of you who don't know, of course, what the Winx Club is, what the premise of it is, and then talk about it, um, the premise of the actual new series that's come out. So the Fate, the Winx Saga, what the premise of that show is because there's two slightly two different like premises. Is that the plural? Premises? No, it's probably premises. <laughs> Who knows? Um, two different, let's say, approaches to the way they wanted to um, do their storytelling. Um, and I will talk about that. And I also want to give my non-spoiler comparison for those of you who haven't seen the actual Fate the Winx Saga show. <laughs> Let's see how how like confused I get by the end of this episode going switching between saying the Winx Club and Fate the Winx Saga. It's gonna be it's gonna be a whole thing. I'm gonna get tongue-tied a lot. Um but I'll give my non-spoiler comparison with the old series and the um 
spoiler comparison. So basically, if you haven't seen the show yet, you can. It's six episodes on Netflix. If you haven't seen the old Winx Club series, you're more likely to like this one a little bit because you will have a fresh approach, I guess, to what it is. But um, <laughs> if you have seen it, um, I would recommend watching it. Um, or if you're gonna watch it, watch it with a very, very, very open mind um, and just endure through it. Um, and then finally, I wanna talk about season two potential because uh, even though I watched this and of course, my disdain in my voice can make you understand that I didn't like it, spoilers. Um, but, like, I still am curious to see what they might do in season two, because there's a lot of, for a kid's show, Wings Club was actually kind of cool and had some sort of cool plot lines, so I wanted to talk about what I could potentially see maybe happening in the future. Um, so let's literally get right into it, because I'm super stoked to talk about this. So what is the Winx Club? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Thank you, thank you for asking. Um, so the Winx Club is a animated Italian, um, originally Italian TV show. Um, and it ran from 2004 to 2009. So that's like kind of um, a while and it is quite old actually, to, if you think about it. And it originally, internationally, it aired on Nickelodeon and um, I wanna say nationally in Italy, it aired on this network called Rainbow. Uh, not sure about that, but we'll see. So it's basically about a group of either children or teenage fairies uh, exploring uh, their superpowers, well superpowers? No, more like magical, there we go, magical powers. I almost started singing the theme tune because it has magical powers in it. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Uh, a group of teenager fairies who are basically trying to explore their magical powers together. Um, so it sounds like, that's like a basic premise of it. Uh, but if you want to go more into detail, the series mainly focuses on the friendships built between the Winx Club, um, the group of fairies, because they call themselves the Winx Club, um, and it mainly centers also, especially season one, around Bloom and who Bloom is, because she isn't just like a normal fairy. She's, um, she was born by two um, human parents, so it's very weird that she was actually um, a fairy. So there's a bit of like mystery about her heritage. Um, there was four seasons. Originally, the dude who created it only wanted it to have three seasons, but because of the popularity, he was like, I'm gonna make a fourth one. And even more than that, because the series was so popular, Nickelodeon were like, well, we kind of don't want to stop this series. We want to continue, we want to keep it going. So why don't we pick up the show and add like four more seasons? So. After it stopped airing from like 2004 to 2009, from like 2011, I think, to 2019, so only like two years ago, um, uh, Nickelodeon decided to do their own run of it and they put so much budget into it. Like they had voice actors like um, uh, Elizabeth Gills, if you don't know her from like Victorious back on Nickelodeon, and also Ariana Grande as well, also on... Um, <laughs> Nickelodeon on Victorious. So 
had some like pretty big names in the show when they picked up for the revival. Uh, but everyone's kind of like all the Wings Club fans at least, um, kind of are a bit too minded in the in the sense of like the the you know the original and then the revival. So like that's a bit. I I'm more. I think I only really watched um, the revival. Not not the revival. Sorry, the um, original stuff. I never like because I was never in the age bracket to really watch the um, revival stuff. Maybe I'll watch it, who knows, but I don't know whether I have the attention span for that, uh, honestly. So, yeah, the fairies that the show follows are Bloom, Stella, um, Techna, Musa, and Flora. And then in season two, Aisha comes in as this, like, new fairy, right? So each fairy has, like, a special ability um, that they work with, like a specific, yeah, yeah, just basically a specific, ooh, so basically just like a specific thing that they work with, so Bloom's is fire, um, Stella's is like sun and moon type things, Musa is music, uh, Techna is technology, um, Aisha is water, and, um, who am I missing? Flora, my favourite, I missed my favourite, um, Flora's is, um, flowers and nature and stuff uh so each of them have their specific like abilities which is cool they're all like super unique um and yeah it just follows them like especially what i loved about this show is that they their powers just kept growing because they, we saw them from like uh being first years and you like kind of see them um evolve to become like i don't know they just go on loads of adventures together and like they they end up becoming the wings club because they end up like ha getting into all sorts of predicaments with um, the other, like with the witches, the tricks, which I will talk about in a second, but I just, I don't want to overload too much. But they just went on loads of adventures together and these adventures kind of made them stronger and made them use their powers more. Um, and like, <laughs> I don't know how best to explain this, but they used to also have like, okay, the best way I can explain this is like Pokemon evolution. <laughs> so, um, like after a while they get to a point where they've had like so much training and like so much uh, knowledge that they've learned that their like fairy transformation thing will get upgraded so that they get better wings, better costumes and like yes I was here for it, it was so good. And a big thing for the Wings Club I have to say is the outfits were on point always. I loved all of the outfits in the show, it was great. Um. So yeah, that's the basic, I'm not going to get into like specific details about um, like, like each episode or like um, specific plot lines, um, but that's basically the general premise of the Wings Club. It was really great. Um, I watched some recently, obviously when I was younger <laughs> I had a, a bit of a, a different attention span and a different like, um, I guess, what's the word? vibe like I, I used to like different things um and especially with this show I definitely watched it and I was like oh there are some bits that are cringe but like I had to keep in mind that this was a kids show so it was targeted for small kids and I I appreciate that a lot so yeah it was good yeah sure I got up to like a, nearly finished all of season one so yeah I might actually go back and watch some more of it but you know, we'll see, we'll see. Um, so now I want to talk about the premise of the fate, 
fate <laughs> see I've already messed up fate the wink saga <laughs> okay I wanted to talk about like that uh, show because it does it's like essentially one one person described it online as like Harry Potter meets um, the Vampire Diaries and Riverdale and I'm like that makes a lot of sense I think it is quite like Harry Potter meets Riverdale like it very it very felt like that um essentially it's like a young adult version where we actually see the live action students go to um Althea which is the school's name um and they their first years and they're just out here trying to learn magic and get better at it so in the series on the card the animated series um, they had these people called specialists and witches. So Althea was like, it was, okay, how do I describe this? Um, imagine like a square, but with one side taken off. And that's like the way that the, the building was laid out. So one side, it would have all the fairies. One side, it would have all these people called the specialists. And then the other side, there was these people called um, the witches, right? So people who were associated with the fairy school didn't really associate with the witches because they were like, oh, scary. And then the specialists were kind of like um, people who didn't have magical abilities, I think, but they were like picked because they were super cool fighter trainer people type thing. Um, so, yeah, they um, that was the way that the school broke down. And I have to say, like, I'll get into it in a little bit later, but they really did like the school looks exactly how I would imagine it if it was live action like that. I really enjoyed that, but I'll get onto that in a second. Um, so there's specialists. So the, the specialists still do exist, but the witches don't, um, which is interesting. Um, but it kind of makes sense in the context of the show because witches were inherently like labeled as evil, like trickster-y type stuff. Um, and yeah, they were labelled like that. Whereas if you have just like this whole banner of fairies, then you can have evil fairies that kind of mimic the style of witches kind of thing, if you want to call it that. Um, but yeah, that's how I see it anyway. Um, so the, the two things I'm probably the most annoyed about, actually there's quite a few things I'm annoyed about, but like initially there's no flora in this. Now, if you want to rewind back like a, a few minutes, I said to you that Flora is my favorite. <laughs> she is my favorite Winx. I love her. She's amazing. Like, she was so cool. And they replaced her. So not only did they were like, no, goodbye. They were like, we're going to replace <laughs> this character with a different character who's basically the same, but different they want like in air quotes like different because they want you to think it's different it's basically the same what they've done is they've just replaced flora with terra and the issue i have with this is because flora is like she's not white essentially and she what i loved as well about the wings club series like cartoon is that they were kind of diverse like um, in the first season, obviously, they didn't have, um, like, Aisha, but then they added Aisha on on season two, and she was still deemed as, like, a valuable member of the Winx Club, and, like, I loved that. It was like, whoa, you could see yourself, like, in any one of these, um, uh, fairies, which I loved. 
And yeah, Flora was amazing and she was the one I identified with the most. And then they whitewashed her character and uh, expected me to be happy with it. And I am really not. Well, they, they didn't whitewash her character. They, they, sorry, they replaced, in air quotes, her character and um, put this new character in called Terra, who is exactly the same, but different, like totally different. That's why, you know, Flo and Flora's even mentioned in the series, but like, come on. It is not that difficult to cast, like, it, it isn't. If you look hard enough and you try hard enough to have representation, you would have found it. I just feel like the whitewashing of both Terra and Musa could have been done a little bit better. Like, stick true to... If there is representation, why try to erase it or replace it type thing? Like, it's there for a reason. Um, and then, no Tecna. And Tecna was my second favourite, so like, this is just very irritating for me. But I kind of understand why they didn't want to put Tecna in this series, because it doesn't really make sense for her in terms of her powers, because they changed Musa's powers. Uh, they changed Musa, uh, Musa to be more of a person who can hear different people's emotions. Um, so she's like an empath. Um, and then like, if you were to have Techna, technology, whereas they were more like, what realistically, what can you have? Like you can have elements and you can have like emotions and thoughts and stuff, but you can't have like technology or music type thing. And I kind of understand that, but also it would have been more fun to have like a music fairy and a, um, what's the word? A technology fairy, be great. Uh, but alas, we did not get that. Um, so you had me mention about the tricks. Yeah, we didn't get the tricks in this series. Instead, we were replaced by one character called, and she's a fairy, not a witch, called Beatrice. I did like Beatrice. I'll get onto it more on the like comparisons, but like uh, the spoiler comparison, sorry. But I kind of liked Beatrice. I I thought she was really cool. Um, so as I mentioned before, yes, they're all first years. They're all trying to figure out, going to school, learn their powers and all that. Um, and I think the difference with this series is is that I don't remember whether Bloom had to question her real parents but or was she this is where I'm a bit like okay maybe I should be a little bit well versed in my Winx Club knowledge but I genuinely have no clue whether um whether what's her face uh Bloom <laughs> I forgot I've forgotten all the names um whether Bloom's parents were actually like her human parents were actually her parents because there's all this thing with like Daphne her sister and like the the the, what's it called? Uh, the dragon flame, that's it. Which I won't get into too much, but yeah, she's just basically trying to figure out who, like, who she is, because essentially she's been, she's come to the school not knowing anything about herself at all. It's very bizarre. Um, and also the story of how she gets to the school is very different, um, which I'll get into more into the spoilers. So, okay, here are my thoughts. Like, my honest opinions, no spoilers, let's go. The show really, 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 really did fall flat for me. Um, and there is a lot of reasons why. Casting. Um, I mean, I think they casted Stella, Bloom, and Sky really, really well. 
um, in terms of matching their comic book, not com oh my god, I'm so used to saying comic book, uh, matching their uh, television uh, animated characters, right? Um, they match pretty well. But if you want to look at more um, others, like Visa, as I said, and like Flora, or sorry, Terra, um, they just, I don't know. I, I don't know. And Aisha too. Um, but I think the biggest reason why I didn't like this is because there was, even though the series is centered around Bloom, right? The series is centered around Bloom and her thing and her like finding out who she is. In the actual animated series, they also really do give their fair amount of time to explore, you know, Flora's abilities and Musa's abilities and their problems and issues and their stresses. And the series really didn't do that. It just really felt like the Bloom show. And yeah, it I didn't like that too much because not everyone's favourite character was Bloom. Not everyone is going to identify with Bloom. Um, and I think shows that like show teenager, the best type of shows, let's say, that show like teenagers at school going through things, if you want to talk about that, is like Sex Education, for example, which I watched recently. Um, like they kind of, even though Otis is like, for example, the main character, and Maeve, like they still take their time. If they're going to show side characters, if you want to call them them, or just other people who are in the school, they really do take their time to try and say, this is their story, this is what they're about type thing. This one just, and I know it's only six episodes in, but I feel like if you knew about the Wings Club, you would know it's not just about Bloom, it's about all of them, hence why the show is not called Bloom Club is called the Wings Club type thing. Um, I just would have loved to see more individuality between, like, of all of them. And we did see some, but um, cough, cough, they were all to do with love interests. And that's another thing that I have an issue with, is that, to me, the fundamental um, thing about the Wings Club is friendship, right? So, like, I really enjoyed the fact that they all were like friends, they were getting to know each other and like their strength was in their friendship, nothing else. <laughs> um, without giving too much away, the most friendship I saw from them in the entire six episodes was like the last bit of the last episode. Um, yeah, that's not on, I don't like that. They put too much of an emphasis on their relationships and their significant others type thing. Um, and for me, that's where it's like, no, Wings Club wasn't about that. Wings Club was about friendship fundamentally, always. They did have the love interest there, but the Wings Club was really and truly about them being friends and their adventures as being friends together. So the fact that, you know, we didn't get that, or we got very little of it. It's very frustrating. Um, I think that Beatrice was cool. I didn't expect much from her, but she was kind of an interesting character, and the way that her character was put there with some of the stuff that's unfolded in the series, which there was a lot, um, it was it was interesting to have her there. 
And as I mentioned before, Althea, like, is exactly how I imagined it. And, like, the barrier that they have, like, the little dome bubble is exactly how I would envision it if, if I was to go to Althea, which, you know, that'd be cool. But, um, it's exactly how I imagined it and envisioned it, which is super great. And, like, I feel like that was a big tick for me. Um, like, literally, the castle looks exact, or, like, the school looks exactly how I would, how they showed it in the cartoon and like how I would envision it. So I was like very impressed, big props, big props. So if you, um, well, I wanna talk, before I get into spoilers, I wanted to say one thing. I read this article um, from Variety by this woman called Caroline uh, Framke and she basically talks about the Winx Club in this article and gives her like um, views on it. And there's a lot of things that she says that's, that resonated with me really well. And like, I watched it and then I didn't think of these things. And then she said it and I was like, this is extremely true. <laughs> so she said it was very fan fiction-esque and I definitely agree with it. I think, I think that's actually kind of, um, what's the word? Disrespectful for fan fiction writers as well. Because I feel like people who actually wrote fan fiction for Winx Club could do a better job than what they did, which is saying a lot. Um, the use of other magical, so she mentioned something about use, the use of other magical universes to try to explain emotions and personalities. So this is, this is like my, I don't know, this is not really big spoilers, but Bloom and Aisha, when they first meet, um, the way that they try and like explore their personalities is like, so what Hogwarts house are you? They both, so Thingy says Slytherin and, um, sorry, Bloom says Slytherin and, oh, I don't remember what Aisha said. I think she said either Ravenclaw. I think she said Ravenclaw. And um, that was their way of like sussing each other out instead of, you know, getting to know them, you know. What they're trying to do or what they're trying to say is like, we expect our audience to know what, Harry Potter is because you like magic stuff and this is magic stuff so we're going to assume that you that you know what Harry Potter is and we're going to use that to basically show you the personalities and the emotions of these two specific characters. I did not like that at all. Um, if you really wanted to do that you could do that in a way where you didn't have to basically be like oh yeah I'm this type of thing and I'm this type of thing. Instead you could show it. Show not tell my biggest thing um and then finally the biggest uh thing that basically made me want to talk about this article uh in this episode was that essentially the mary sue of characters so this is apparently a thing i didn't know that this was a thing but um a mary sue character is basically a type of character who seems perfect and who has somehow has connections to everyone and inevitably is the key to everything a lot of things f fall victim to this, even like just normal films in general. But um, this one I think definitely has the Mary Sue character being Bloom and it's just a bit, it's a bit boring and it's a bit sad, but you know, um, I think more so than I would have expected, she was the Mary Sue character. So that was a big thumbs down from me. Um, so if you don't want any spoilers for this series, I suggest you switch off now. I'm gonna go and do the spoilers comparison. So uh, basically with the, the 
TV show and the cartoon. Biggest thing is the dragon flame. So I was actually pleasantly surprised that they kept the dragon flame in here. So in the um, cartoons, basically they explain Bloom's magical abilities um, through this thing called the dragon flame and how the dragon flame is like within her and she's like the super powerful force to be reckoned with and the tricks really want to like get to her and stuff so um like that's the reason why they're so fascinated with the wings club is because of bloom um originally it was because of stella's ring um but then they realized that there is a bigger power in this in this team um transformations the best thing about the wings club was the outfits and the transformations what did we get neither Neither the outfits were good nor the transformations because there were no transformations until, spoiler alert, the very end. Um, and even then I was like, okay, this is cool, I guess. But like also I ex I called it as soon as the, uh, the headmistress was like, oh yeah, fairies have not transformed in so many years. We don't know how we've lost the ability. I was like, Bloom's going to do it. Like, come on, it's all leading up to this. And then she did, and I was like, oh, right, yeah, cool. Um, but it was just, I think it was just sad. I missed it. I missed the transformations. You know, every episode they'd be like, oh, sparkly, like, cool outfits. And, like, I don't know. That, for me, was, like, a big thing of the show growing up. And, like, to not see that, it just makes the show seem more dull. And like also the kind of edginess that they wanted, which I don't know whether the fans actually would have wanted that edginess. Um, the bad guys are really unclear. You've got Beatrice, right? But Beatrice is like helping Rosalind. Rosalind seems like a really bad person. I mean, she did murder someone, but like, I'm still so confused because they're trying to, like Rosalind also helped Bloom, but then she did that for her own game for the burned ones, but then like, she unleashed the burn ones maybe and i'm just like who is the actual villain and then also bloody sky's dad comes so i think he's gonna be a powerful force my theory is or actually i'll talk about my theory in the season two potential stuff but there's a lot of uh theories but essentially the burned ones were the villains at some point then they were like oh no the alfia faculty are Stella actually oh no beatrice oh no rosalind and it's just like Oh no, um, the Queen of Solaria, like, who, who? Give us one to focus on, please. Um, the la- okay, the, a lot of the specialists have been erased, like, the only ones who have remained are, um, who is it? Riven and, uh, Skye. Like, where's Brandon? Where's Tommy? Well, Tommy can't exist if Tekta doesn't exist, so you know what, fine. But- Oh, please, <laughs> like seriously, I want more of these type of characters. And then also there was a lot of drugs, alcohol and like smoking in this. And I was like, this is not what the Wings Club are about. But also they were trying to be like edgy and quirky with like the teen thing. And um, I mean, it's kind of like, I think the thing that they um, were inspired by was like Riverdale and... Not a great thing to be inspired by, but if you are going to be inspired by that, you're going to have a lot of drugs, alcohol, and uh, smoking. So, you know, you know, it was there. Was not fond of it. Didn't enjoy it. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, 
And that's, I guess, the biggest spoiler comparisons I had. Majority of the things that I could I could say without spoilers, like, you know, oh, no, there's one more thing I wanted to say. Stella. Okay, I liked the fact that they made her kind of, um, like, sassy, because obviously in a kid's show, you can't really have Stella being, like, super sassy and rude constantly, even though she kind of did tread the line like that sometimes. Um, but... <laughs> In this series, I have to say, Stella was really, really mean, unnecessarily, for majority of the parts, and I think they could have done better. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. It's a bit, a bit annoying. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's all I have in terms of spoilers now. I just, I said, like, yeah, Stella was unnecessarily mean um, in this and I feel like because Stella and Bloom's relationship is meant to be the most strongest, like the strongest one, then, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird because actually Bloom was found um, by Stella. Like the, the animated series was like, um, Ste well, Bloom found Stella and then Stella was fighting something. They became friends because Bloom actually unlocked some hidden powers in herself that she didn't know whilst fighting whilst Stella was fighting this thing and then they bonded and became friends and then Stella helped her get into Althea so the fact that they are not closer and they were not like super cool friends instead they made them fight over a guy was like okay all right so you really didn't like understand that Winx Club was meant to be super friendshipy thing not like a um a b-word type thing um so just disappointment in terms of season two even though i really didn't like it i'm curious to see where they go with season two maybe they improve maybe they don't who knows we'll see uh but one person we have not seen or heard from is lord vator i think his name is vator yeah uh he is like the big bad guy of um like i think these are the people who the tricks end up you know going with and like uh working for because he wants the dragon flame uh aka bloom there's also uh the possibility that bloom may go evil that's a storyline that does happen in the wings club series that she goes evil she goes bad and they have to like help her um but yeah like that's that's how it is that's how it goes and um i'm i'm curious to see whether they do that but they don't seem to be sticking to the source material quite as much as I would have thought they would be so we'll see we'll see what happens with that um I just I, I don't I can't see it happening though could see the bloom going evil bit maybe not the lord vator thing so we'll see um so I guess that wraps up me talking about the winx club I've been babbling and rambling on about it but I hope you guys like have understood like, if you haven't seen it before, you understand, like, where this super fangirl watching this, how they would feel. Like, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was crazy and I really didn't like it as much as I wanted to because I really did want to like it. Fortunately, I just didn't. Um, so let's go on to the recommend or to the back end segment of the show. This week I have a recommend and a to the back end because I have been watching a lot of films seeing as I am free from uni work for one week. This is extreme, this is making me extremely happy so um, I'm gonna share this excitement with you. So I watched the entirety of the Indiana Jones 
um, films. I watched all four of them because they were on Amazon Prime and they were about to go off. I think they're already off Amazon Prime if you're by the time you're listening to this, which is sad. Uh, but if you ever get the chance to watch the Indiana Jones films, do so. They are great. Um, but I wanted to talk about, because everyone's like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones films are cool. I have a big um, problem with The Temple of Doom. I didn't like it. Uh, it was the second one of the four films that they are and I just didn't like it. It took everything, it took all the things that they thought were cool in the second film, no, the first film, sorry, and put it all of that, just made all of that the second film. Um, and I didn't like that because I liked Professor Indiana Jones and I liked the fact that he was getting things for the museum and like he was doing his stuff and like he was actually going out and actively doing these adventures to benefit the museum so that other people wouldn't misuse the stuff that they were getting type thing. Um, which is why the second one really didn't resonate with me too much because they just took the like the edgy, quirky, like, um, what's the word? Non-professor, like archeologist with the cool like action scene type thing. And that's all they really took for the second one. Whereas the first one, masterpiece, I loved it. Loved Raises of the Lost Ark, I think that's what it's called. Uh, loves that. Didn't like Temple of Doom. Not, not bueno for me. Um, but that's, that. so the Temple of Doom is my to the back end. My recommend isn't an Indiana Jones film actually. It's a film that I watched last night called Francis Ha. You may have heard, like, this film may sound familiar to you if you listen to the Adam Driver episode. Um, essentially, it's an Adam Driver film, but I went into this film, like, thinking, oh, this is an Adam Driver film. I've, like, heard so many good things about it. I've seen some good reviews on Letterboxd. I'm going to watch it. I walked into it and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just so much more... Like, this is so much better than I expected because I was like, oh, I'm just watching this because Adam Driver is, like, super cool and I really want to watch his role in it. But his role's so minor and, like, the other characters are so much better. Like, Francis is amazing. This film is insane. And I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. It's essentially follows Francis, who is a aspiring dancer in New York, 27 years old, and she's just trying to make it. And she has her friend, um what's her friend's name, Sophie, and um, she's trying to just explore, um, she's just, she's, she's struggling to find herself, essentially, um, and she's having a hard time with the fact that everyone else in her life is getting on with things and doing things, and then suddenly she's stuck, I guess, in a point where she doesn't know what she's doing with her life, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to, and yeah, like, I could definitely see myself actually watching it again. It was really good. For any of you who want that type of like, kind of emotional, but also like revelation filled film, I think you would really like uh, Francis Ha. So definitely check that out. It's on Amazon Prime um, and it's all in black and white as well. So if you want a little bit of black and white action, it's pretty good. Um, so those are my recommendations to the back ends for this week. Um, so I guess it's time now to conclude the episode. Thank you guys for listening again. Um, and if you want to uh, follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter to keep up to date with, you know, any promos that come up for the episode or like explanations of just, just anything or recommend me some things to watch, episode ideas, that type of thing. 
Uh, it's at Deets with Dita for both. Um, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please do the, give the podcast a subscribe there. And also, whilst you're there, why don't you leave a cheeky five-star rating and a quite cute review? <laughs> that would be great because then more people could find the podcast and listen to me ramble on about the Winx Club. And if you want to, if you're listening on a Spotify podcast, Google podcast, Overcast, basically any other podcast listening site, do give it a follow there so you keep up to date with when new episodes come out. Um, I'm planning to still keep to the Tuesday schedule, so fingers crossed, let's see how long we can keep that for before uni work also comes back again to be evil. Um, and yeah if you want to see a list like keep up to date with some of the films that i have watched but maybe just don't mention on the podcast episode you can follow me on my letterboxd account which is underscore nandita underscore um i just leave some reviews and um some ratings for some films that i've watched um pretty great place for film nerds honestly and um yeah next week's episode i have i need to check i actually have no clue um, oh, next week's episode is going to be a fun one. I'm actually super stoked and excited for this one. It's going to be um, a guest appearance episode again, and um, it's going to be on The Office US. Uh, the Office US recently just got put, put on Netflix UK, and a lot of people who haven't seen it have started watching it, and whereas me, I've watched it like a couple of years back now. Um, and yeah, I the guest that is coming on has just recently watched it, binged watched it very, very quickly. And I'm on my second viewing of it. So I want to talk about what's so special about it because it seems to have transcended time in terms of like the popularity of it. So we'll see. We'll see uh, how that episode goes. You'll definitely enjoy that one. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, so thank you all again for listening and I will see you all next week. Bye everyone!